Hello, hello, and welcome back to Hands Happenings, where I'm just a 20-something talking about whatever's happening in my head and hope that it helps someone out, <laughs> for lack of better words. Um, so I was looking and just thinking about this past year or so. My, actually, my first episode of the podcast ever, we've been around for about a year, which has been really fun. It's been a really great hobby of mine. And my very first episode was what I've learned in 2022. So I thought it was only right to do an episode of what I've learned in 2023. And I will say um, some of the things that I have learned, I've dug deeper in in past episodes. um, And I can touch on them later on in the podcast. But just wanted to dive in on what I've learned so far in 2023 and things that I'm still learning. So we'll just dive right into it. Here's something I've learned a ton about is friendships. And I kind of broke it into two parts is one being that friendships ebb and flow and you really just have to ride with it and like people's personal lives catch up to them. And secondly, I'll talk about this in a little bit, but also how to be a long distance friend. But firstly, is friendships, you know, sometimes... Friendship is not always going to be 50-50 and you really have to give grace to your friends. Let's say if it's you're putting in 70% effort and your friend's putting in 30 or 60-40, that type of thing. And it's, I don't mean that to say like if a friendship is like you're putting in 100% and they're zero, that's not good. That's not being a friend, right? But Also with having friends that just got married this year or moving and friends are in different life stages. So it's important to realize like, hey, maybe their priorities are going to shift a little bit and just giving grace to that. And also, I think it's really important ebbing on that to have friends that are in a similar life stage as you, because so that way, like there's, and especially with having friends in a similar life stage, Like, let's say for me, at least I'm single, having my single girlfriends, because we can relate on a lot of different things that my other friends might not be able to relate to. And that's not to say, like, you shouldn't not be friends with people, because I think, at least for my friends that are now married, I learn so much from them as, like, what does it look like to be in a healthy marriage? What does it look like to be a good wife? Like, you can learn so much from them. But I also think it's important to have friends that are going through kind of the same stuff as you are. And the second is how to be a long distance friend, because this is something new that I experienced this year with quite a decent amount of my friends are still in the area, but a lot of them have moved away. And I am one of those people that I really like pour into people that are geographically close to me. Like I've never had to do a long distance friendship, except during COVID, I guess. And that was just special circumstances. We were all locked in and The only way we could talk was like through FaceTime and stuff like that. And I think it's a good thing, like schedule time to call them. At least like uh, something that I do a lot is if I go on a walk, I'll be like, hey, I'm on a walk. Like, are you free to call tonight? And that way we can catch up that way. And also even just something simple as like sending like memes that make you think of them. Or like if you have an inside joke with your friend, like if you see something that reminds you of them, just sending it to them. And while I do think there are times where I really hate my phone and want to chuck it out my window, I do think it is such a blessing that we have the technology to stay in really close 
communication with people that live far away from us. Because, you know, in the olden days, like, you know, when you think of people in the covered wagons and they like little house in the prairie type of stuff, like once you move away, you probably will not see those people ever again. And I think it is such a really cool thing. We have FaceTime and that type of thing. Um, Obviously, you still want to schedule visits, you know, because that's obviously nothing really beats that face-to-face interaction, but trying to plan out when you can see each other, plan out when you call. And I think that's also just some such a like an adult thing now is like scheduling time to hang out with people. Whereas like when you were a kid, you didn't really have to do that as much. Another thing that I have been learning this year, it's okay to go back to square one. And I did an episode on this like quite a while ago about finding my independence. And in, while I was recording that, I was in like a really good groove with my independence. Like I was feeling good. But, you know, there were times at this year where I felt like I was really dependent on other people and lost that sense of independence. And that's OK. Um, I think it's OK to go back to square one and be like, OK, like I realize some things need to change. And just giving yourself grace in that, too, and rebuilding yourself back up to that person. Um, And also, again, something that I do is I beat myself up for things that happened in the past. I'm like, oh, why did I do this? Why did I do that? But like, there's literally no point in doing that because you cannot go back and change the past. I know that is so cliche and I need to tell myself that a lot more often. But also something, you know, I don't know if this sounds pretentious or not, but I would go back and listen to my old episodes and I was like, oh, like I kind of missed that version of Hannah. Like, let's try to bring her back. But, you know, in like a gentle and kind way, if that makes sense. And something that I am still learning and really trying to figure out right now is how to continuously find joy in the mundane. I think it's great to have things to look forward to, but the majority of life is composed of like those day-to-day moments and the in-between stuff, right? And if you're always if you're always looking for the next big thing, you'll miss all of the little things. And I really felt this after my, I think I touched on it in my like getting out of my rut episode, um, where like I had this these really big things to look forward to and those were keeping me going. And then once they're done, it's like, well, now what do I do? And it's like kind of scary. So I think I'm really trying to, I'm really trying to like find joy in little everyday interactions with people that make me happy because that is really what life is built on. I think another thing that I've learned a lot this year is just like encountering God is not just through the Bible. And I feel like I maybe touched on this in my episode with Soph, but wanted to elaborate on it more a little bit here. An interesting, like how I feel like I've experienced God lately is, well, obviously like reading your Bible, prayer, worship, like those are all the, the things, right? But also I feel like you can encounter God in other ways, not just through the Bible. Like you can encounter God with the friends you have and how much they show that they care for you. Being in nature, that's a big one for me. I feel like just being around, looking at what's outside and just saying, and just like marveling at creations, another great way for that. And also just like, I know it probably sounds like cheesy as all get out. And maybe it's just because I'm like getting older and more 
oh my gosh, what's the word? Sentimental or something. But just like, again, looking back on my life, like as a whole and what's all happened and like how I've grown from it and just like feeling thankful for that, I think is another interesting way of like seeing God working through that. And also think it's like, I suck, I seek it out too. Like, I feel like sometimes it's like, oh, I think like, oh God, like speak to me through this, speak to me through that, that type of thing. And I guess another thing that I don't know if this is like, I don't want to say it's biblical, but at least in my head, I think another like encountering God at least for me, it's like, I feel like gut instincts in your conscience comes from God, right? Like your subconscious. Granted, I could, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I just, this is just what I think. You can take it or leave it. Um, But there's been a lot of times in my life where I've had a gut instinct about a situation or a person, what have you. And I've had that thought, like that gut instinct in my head is like, oh, like, that's interesting, but I was like, oh, like, I'm going to go through with something anyway, or, like, it's not true, but 99.99% of the time, my gut's instinct is right about things, and I don't like it. I'm usually hurt when it's right, but I also think that sometimes, like, trusting your gut instincts about things, about, like, certain situations or certain people, I think it ultimately leads to your protection. I think that's also something that comes from God at least I think so like it's kind of neat that like we have this subconscious ability to like analyze situations and realize like something's not right here like I need to get out of this to protect myself and I think that's kind of interesting um yeah and I feel like my gut instinct like it really yeah sometimes I feel like when I've gone with my gut instinct it's like really hard for me to follow through but then Again, most of the time it's right. And I realize I saved myself a lot of like hurt in the long run. And I think that's also why I think God gives, especially in the Bible, gives a lot. I don't want to say like rules, but I guess they are just like ways on how to live your life because it prevents you from getting hurt. Like one example about like going at like getting drunk, at least in my own personal life. That has been a not great experience for me and often leads me to a lot of hurt and pain and regret. And I think that's kind of why God gives that like those rule book, I guess, because like a lot that along with like other things, it'll end up like hurting you long term and it won't end up being like good for your soul, you know. And And the last thing that it's not as deep as the other ones, but seriously, like the public library is so underutilized. I just got a library card this year and this is a quick little side rant. Like I'm seeing, granted people can spend money how they wish, but so many people are like buying all these books on Amazon, like every, and they're probably only going to read it once. I'm like, why don't you just go to, like your public library is free Granted, you do have to read the books in a certain amount of time. I understand that, but it's free and you'd save so much money spending $20 on the book. And I very much loved my love my public library and I feel like I was there quite a bit this year. Um, was I on a Colleen Hoover book kick? 
maybe please don't come after me. I know I understand why her books, after I've read a decent amount of them, I was like, okay, I understand why people are like, oh, this is the same plot. Like, I know it's going to happen. That's so fair. But sometimes I like predictability and you can do, do with that what you will. But I will say, I think Verity is a really good Colleen Hoover book. It's, I could not put it down. And also, It Ends With Us is really good. It Starts With Us was man, like you all know it's going to happen. But I also recently checked out a book from her called Too Late. And it's supposed to be like another thriller type of vibe. So we'll see how it is. I'm hoping it's good. All right, now we're going to get into probably my favorite part of the episode is hearing from you guys some things that you've learned this year. And just a quick plug, if you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, it's at handshappeningspod, spelled exactly like it sounds. I put a question box asking you guys what you've learned this year, and I'm just going to read your responses, and I'm really excited to read them. Um, One of um, my friends, Kenna, she actually has her own podcast called At Girl Why Not Pod. You should listen to it. It's really good. She said, you can love people from afar. Distance is good for some relationships. And that is so true and also something that's tricky to navigate, Um, especially, you know, if people have kind of crossed your boundaries or you've just realized something isn't right for you anymore. It's totally okay to wish them the best and, you know, move on with your life and have them not be as close to you if that relationship's just like not serving you anymore or if it's getting unhealthy. And my friend Maddie said a couple of things. She said, you can do hard things. And this kind of goes with her second response that says, running is a mindset and it's not that hard. <laughs> this is this is true. Running is such a mindset. That's something I definitely learned this year. And my friend Maddie, she also did a half marathon this year. So I'm going to guess she's chatting about that. And yeah, I think sometimes we just don't give ourselves enough credit that we have been through hard things and we can do hard things. And someone responded, my friend Carly said, people are attracted to authenticity, so be the person God made you to be. I think people can kind of see through if you're not being authentic and I think you want to always be authentic with whoever you're around because if you have like put on a facade or an act, they're going like, that's hard to keep up and just honestly exhausting. So yes, totally agree with that. Someone also said literally nothing, and I think that is totally fine. Some some years are not like super high or super low years, and things are just kind of normal and stable. That's also so fair. And my friend Sydney said, God's plan is greater than my own, and trusting in God's plan. Also super cliche, definitely easier said than done thing. Um, but yeah, just realizing that there's a greater plan and a greater purpose. And also most of these, shout out to all my, all my pals that listen to the podcast and be guessed when I bully them because this is mostly coming from them. So thank you guys for responding. So last, but certainly not least, my friend Kennedy had a couple responses. And the first one she said is reconciliation with, reconciliation with friends feels so good. So, 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 so true. If you miss someone, reach out. It can be scary, it can be hard, it can be humbling, but do the thing because life is too short. And I just read this, and part of that is that it's 100% worth the hard, awkward conversation. That's so true. That's something I need to get better at because 
hard conversations are something I am not the best at, but I am working on it. And definitely true because life's too short. And the last thing she said is everyone's life is on their unique schedule and timeline. It's so easy to find ourselves comparing when everything is shared via social media. But I heard a quote the other day, the God of story is writing ours for his glory. And that is so, again, so, so, so true. Um, I think, especially in this stage of life, I saw this TikTok the other day in it about like directed towards women in like their mid-20s. It's like everyone's either getting engaged or running a half marathon. And it, <laughs> I related very heavily to that. But also in the sense that not everyone is on the same timeline and someone like not all of us are exactly the same. And that's a really great thing. And also just kind of on with that, keeping in mind like social media is a highlight reel, like no one's going to share their doubt, like their worst moments on there. And which is not a bad thing at all. It's just the nature of the platform. I'm, I'm not posting myself crying on my Instagram, but just knowing that everyone that you follow on social media has their own struggles and things that they aren't sharing and that they're dealing with. And at the end of the day, we're all humans just trying to kind of live life and figure out God's purpose for each of us. And I will end it on that note. And thank you so much for being here. It is kind of, it's kind of funny, like had this little side project for a year and even looking back at my old Instagram feed, I, I like cringe a little bit. And I heard somewhere that if you, not in like a, well, I don't know if it's bad or good, but anyway, my point is, is I saw somewhere that if Someone said if you like cringe a little bit at like your past year or something like that, it means you've grown and evolved. And I think that's a cool way to look at it. So again, thanks for being here and hope you have a great day, month, week, and year. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye everyone.